Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, whenever you do listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding-a-ling-a-ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your support by giving us a five-star rating. And you can also go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, become a supporter of the podcast, gain access to exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. As always, my name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Callum, I've got Scott, and I've got MD. Good evening, gents. Hello, hello. Good evening. Evening, fellas. And today we're joined by Josh, Stephen, and Pete from Talking Tides Bruco. How are you doing, fellas? Very well. Not too bad. Yeah, good. Very well, mate. Thank you. Good, no, looking, good. looking forward to getting stuck in as as per usual um and nice to see pete a, re- a recording guest um on the podcast so uh nice nice to see you pete. Indeed. so it's been a while chaps friendly face oh well indeed let's uh kick off how we normally do and we'll kind of go around the old virtual table and talk about what we have in our glass uh callum Okay, so I'm starting dark tonight. I'm on Overtones Raisin, um, and as the name mm-hmm. would suggest, it's a raisin um, stout. This one's cinnamon also, so it's kind of that cinnamon raisin cookie vibe um, that they're going for. Um, and it's lovely. It's got bags of sweetness. Um, it's got that, it sounds silly to say it, but it's got that lovely raisin flavour um, that you would expect. It's kind <laughs> no. of... Um, I know, uh, but it is Overtones. They do exactly what they say on the tin. Um, it's really, really nice. It's that, that kind of... Raisiny flavour and a stout right up my street. It's quite tropical, like sort of Caribbean rummy type Aye. vibes that are, that you're getting off it. Um, it's icy cold at the fridge just now, but it's getting better as it's warming up. So yeah, it's lovely. It's six percent a nice one to start. Sounds good. Sessionable. Yeah, sessionable. I'm going to just glaze over mine because um, it is essentially a starter beer for um, for the podcast. It's vocations. It's roll with it. It's a turtle beer. It's a double dry hop pale ale. You know what it is. It's a good start of the beer. I'm basically I'm, I'm I've got a couple of absolute stonking beers ready to go. I've got a gold top and I've got a, a lovely wee beak number for later Back on. So, tonight, is it? Yes, so I'm just starting off nice and easy okay. with the turtle beer, as we call it. Gilroy. So I'm on Pomona Island's uh, Good Morning Captain. So I started light at eight and a half percent. This is uh, Nelson. Um, Amarillo and Cryo Simcoe, so it's juicy, fruity, got that dryness towards the end as well, which is perfect with a bit of Nelson in there. Mega tropical flavours. It's allegedly, according to Wackagen, uh, that'll lead you back to shore. Um, I don't know, probably be, like you said, uh, backstroking mm. out further rather than coming closer to home. So um, I am enjoying it so far. It's perfect. Uh, an excellent second beer. I had a, an overtone to start with. It was as usual overtones. Oh, pre podcast, yeah. The great Pre podcast cooking. Mm-hmm. Anytime I put the, anytime you put the the hob on, you've got to have a beer or something. True that. Wine, <laughs> something along those kind of lines. It's, it's an absolute must. The temptation is too great. Um, if I'm True being forced that. to cook, I'm having a moment something while I'm doing it. So, <laughs> I was lovely. That's tremendous as well. Definitely agree. MD. I'm on um, uh, the Cloud of Sun um, from Brick City Brewing, so a brewery based out of New Jersey, uh, 5.5% pale, uh, just kind of exactly what you want from an American brewery and a pale ale, it's bags full of tropical flavour, it's got a bit of dryness, um, 
in it as well, coming from sort of the Bavarian hop, but um, slightly kind of um, like it's got a bit of a laggery kind of feel to it as well because it's got this sort of um, kind of it's maybe overcarbed, which considering it's travelled far and wide, I'm quite surprised that put it that way. But mm. uh, like everybody else has mentioned, it's a super easy starter beer at five and a half percent. We like starter beers on the podcast. We do. We certainly do. Um, like, so we've got the guys from Talking Ties joining us this evening. Um, on trend on the beers, uh, hopefully. Josh, what you got, mate? I'm actually drinking one of our own. <laughs> Land Good, lad. Good um, lad. So we we had uh, had some of these left in their bar, um, my bar, um, and um, I brought a couple home for the fridge. I as you knew, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, really nice, like grapefruity piney um, piney flavors with uh, it's like six percent. It's yeah, it's lovely. Um, I just always tell Steve how good his beer is, and uh, <laughs> um, sure. uh, yeah, just, uh, absolutely love it. Um, and I'm yeah, just how how better are we? How West Coast are we? Well, it's not it's not super super bitter. No, it's not super bitter. Um, it's not it's bitter enough. It's bitter enough, I'd yeah. Say so. yeah. That is the test, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. View. View. Sounds good. Sounds lovely. Uh, Pete, yourself, mate. What you got? You've got. Um, you've got. You've got uh, something. You've got the the rarest of rare. I hear. Yeah. Uh, bees don't exist anymore. I don't think they might be in some lovely beery shop nearby somebody. Uh, so I'm drinking a Headland, which is uh, our flagship beer, essentially. So hazy pale. This is where it all started. It's just so refreshing, beautiful, and it's what made me fall in love with Stephen McDonald, to be honest. So uh, it's, it's that we should, be, we should be wearing T-shirts and caps and uh, everything right now, shouldn't we? I think we might have to rethink our relationship, to be fair. Uh, the, the best way to describe it is like me and Josh are like Kevin and Perry. And he's like, I we just carry the vinyls and he does the business, to be fair. But yeah, it's, it's an awesome beer and uh, we'll definitely get you some the, the, must admit, like like Mark said before we were recording, the colour looks ridiculously amazing. It just looks awesome. The colour looks tremendous. Uh, Stephen, yourself, what you got? Uh, I've actually got one of ours as well. I wasn't okay. planning. I wasn't going to have a beer, but then beer I straight in with the double IPA. So yeah, I've got our... Uh, our have you got some of that left? Our double IPA. Uh, I've got a, co- a couple of the underfills in the fridge. Not anymore. Oh, That's nice. the one with the, the shark on the front. It's called uh, uh, Men in Grey Suits. So uh, double IPA, eight percent. Um, yeah, I'm happy with this for a first run. Really happy with it. Um, really fruity, not mm-hmm. too, not too boozy, which uh, I like in a in a double IPA. But yeah, it's, for a good run, it's for a first run, it's really good. Um, yeah, I think that's what you can it. ask for, isn't it? Like you know, yeah. when you put a recipe together, that you can actually wait, yeah. it, it comes out sort of how you want it, and you know, yeah, you'll. That you'll probably pick holes in it yourself, like you're saying. There's wee bits you want to improve, but at the same time, as as long as it gives a, a good reflection of kind of what was coming out your head, I think is all you can ask. Yeah, for. yeah. I mean, it's got like it's got a good body and it's good. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's got good hop flavor. It's just yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, but you need a bit of head retention, which not is too sweet. Part, I think yeah. no, it's not too sweet. There's no there's no lactose or anything in it. It's um, yeah. What hops did you go for? Good. Um, Citra and that's embarrassing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Simcoe mosaic. Yeah, 
Yeah, Simcoe Mosaic and Citra in the, in the hot side and then uh, just uh, Citra and Simcoe on the, the cold side. So, can't really go wrong with that combination, yeah. can you? No, it's, it's a bit of a... It's a yeah, classic, so, isn't it? Yeah. It's a so, classic for no, a I'm reason. We love the artwork. The guy called Al did our artwork. And, uh, ah, it looks wicked. We came up with the, the idea for that we came up with when we uh, think of the name for the brewery. Um, we were searching for like... Uh, like seaside things, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of surfers around where we live, and it turns out surfers call sharks men in grey suits, and I just love that. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we thought we'll, we'll call a beer. We'll call Instead a beer. Calling the brewery suits. men in grey suits for yeah. Yeah, we a beer. Yeah. One with a beer, right? Uh, yeah, and then he got this awesome artwork, even with the little badge with the. That's cool. Yeah, he's but, an important shark. He's a very important shark. Yeah, That's he is wicked. That is wicked. I love that. Um, like I said, we've got the guy from um, Talking Tides Brew Co. joining us this evening. Um, first question is um, where it all started. How did it all begin? Steve, you go for yeah, it, because we started um, your thing, didn't you? Yeah, I started in the corner of the garage with a cool box. Um, <laughs> it went from there, really. So, yeah, he had a shell of a garage. Uh, they just bought a, basically just a cool box and, a, and just really basic homebrew kit. Um, before lockdown, I think it was, it was before the start of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was 2018, I think. Um, <clears throat> made a few that we liked and it just, it just grew and grew. And then eventually I took over the garage, um, completely. Your own garage. <laughs> my own garage. Yeah. I took over my own garage completely. Um, my girlfriend won't go in there anyway, cause it's full of spiders. So I didn't tell her for about two years. Um, and yeah, it just it just grew and grew, and it got to the point where I could brew and I could sell to like like Josh. Josh has a bar in, yeah. in Solburn. And mm-hmm. Josh was taking a beer off me and putting it over the bar, and it was just getting getting good reviews. So we we decided to um, to go into into business and and try and upscale it and move up the capacity. And uh, Pete's come on board as well, and uh, yeah. Here we are. It's uh, grew arms yeah, and legs from there. Yeah, it's just grew arms and legs. It's it's still growing. It's still um, still it's got a lot to do. Mate, to learn, like this but... is like it, it's a it's a familiar story. Like you know, we've done I don't know what we sixty odd breweries now that we've spoken to, and this story probably is at least seventy five percent of the conversations. But it's yeah. just such a like you know you find that passion, you find you know the like because. Like Callum and I homebrew, and you know, so I know what how difficult it is to try and get a consistent brew when you're trying to brew yeah. it in a garage, 100%. um, or a kitchen, whatever it may be. Um, and then you know, to be able to get that to a stage where a bar would at least take some, where you sell it like bottles to them, like because obviously bottling in a garage is, I'm guessing, the way forward. Um, but you know, yeah, it wasn't. We sort of we went down the route of um with corny kegs so i basically yeah. just took over the back of josh's bar and just changed all the connections took up through all his, his expensive couplers away and put a couple of uh cheap cheap little connectors on the end and <laughs> no well, we, i mean we, it was a bit it was a bit more than that though wasn't it? we uh, yeah. we, we literally we literally took everything apart from the, the like the system we had in in um in the bar and mm. literally set up set a home to run on like... Yeah, just for context, <laughs> and it worked. It worked a dream sometimes. Yeah. It sometimes, a dream sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fair share of uh, a fair share of nightmares and them corny cakes. Like, we, but 
Do you no, remember the first, uh, the first shift that we we actually worked together, Steve? Yeah. yeah. We didn't even know what we were doing. Did we, didn't really? have a clue. We, yeah. we we were doing this um, like uh, like launch event for the for the uh, tap room, and uh, yeah. it was just hilarious. Like, yeah, it got to, it got to opening time, and um, we'd like kitted out our like the upstairs and had it all like redone, and it was like all really nice. And we didn't even have a menu written, did we? Steve, we were like, no. oh no, uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a like, He's like, am I working? <laughs> Am I working? I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, it was no, it's, it's great. I was Definitely. like, the, the reason it felt like that was just I was so focused on making like I think I made eight different beers. Mm. So we had like twelve corny kegs and eight different beers. It took me like like four five weeks or so to to come out with that. Um, and I was just so focused on that. And like Josh was in the minute in the middle of renovating his bar. It was just like, right, we've got this date. Let's just do it. And it, it went down well. It was good. We had we had a couple of um, we had a, a big wide range of beers, didn't we? Like yeah, a, like his Josh does a he had a cocktail bar downstairs, and it was his the signature was uh, amaretto sour. Mm-hmm. So we did we did an amaretto sour ale, I, and it was it went down really well. It yeah. was well with with some people. One <laughs> 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 I always remember some girl coming to the bar about three o'clock, and she was like. Oh, can I try the amaretto sour? It was two girls. So I gave them a taste to each, and one of them said, like, "Oh, it's lovely." And the other one was like, "That is vile." Give it back. And I was like, "Wow." At least she yeah. was honest. I suppose. Never tried to <laughs> like. Yeah. It's like a mom. Yeah, it was a mom-like moment. So. <laughs> so, from your point of view, Josh, like you said, you own a bar, and you decided, "I'm, I'm going to run with this." What attracted you to the situation? Or was it a case of, "You, I'm." renovating the bar this is a good opportunity i'm going to jump on board of this um yeah well i mean i was a massive fan of uh steve and what he was doing and i wanted to be part of it somehow and i kept on like giving him a little like side jab yep like i'd love to get involved um, <laughs> and then i just never thought it was gonna happen i thought i was just gonna um you know just sit and wait and just you know, um, one day, one day he'd come along and say, Josh. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, um, obviously the, um, Pete and Steve had hooked up and then came and chatted to me. And then, yeah, it kind of just felt, yeah. All right. happened in a day. It was pretty, it was pretty mad. To yeah. Be honest. Like it was like yeah. stars aligning. Very, very quickly. Um, I'm glad you think, said that one, Pete, and not me. Yeah, mate, it was, to be fair, though, because, yeah. like, obviously, Mark, you guys know I've been doing stuff, like, with the app over the last seven years and yep. stuff, and I think seeing seeing awesome breweries uh, not do as well as they probably should, like, awesome beers, but, you know, they've, just, they've never pushed on to where they yeah. should be. And I think, you know, looking at where we're from, like, our, our hometown, like, Red Car, Saltburn, like, the seaside... There's just nothing really around there in terms mm-hmm. of like craft breweries, etc. And I've been looking for ages because I can't brew for toffee. Like I knew you were brewing uh, a couple of you, <laughs> um, but I just can't. So like you know, the, the, the missing link with everything is obviously someone who can make beer and uh, <laughs> via a lot of oh my mate knows my mate who knows my mate who knows yeah. this mate and all this sort of stuff. Like I managed to get to Steve's garage one Friday morning, basically uh, tried his beer. And was just like, wow, like genuinely. I tried a dipper, tried a fruit and sour, and I tried this, or the old version of this, essentially. And I was like, I was blown away. It's like, my God, like this is beyond a lot of the stuff that I've tasted from, you know, the bigger, better breweries that are yep. kind of more well known. 
and then from that moment it was like yeah i'm i'm in 100% like let's scale this let's let's try and make something of it for the area like you know get everyone bought in do what we can and then uh, went to josh's uh, pretty much the afternoon spoke to josh he's obviously mentioned how buzzing he was anyway for steve's beers uh, he was in <laughs> immediately so like literally within kind of 3 4 hours yeah talking tides was born basically and then from then onwards it's just been Mental, which is why I keep saying sorry uh, about not sending beers because literally no, it's just been a, yeah. it has been crazy. There's worse, like, there's worse problems to have there than exactly. selling all your yeah. beers before it's, before it's ready. So, yeah, I just, it's uh, amazing. Admit, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm getting annoyed of it a little bit because, like, it's like the total every every craft beer guy's always talked about oh, we should run a bar and or and you get in it and you're like, we should brew beer, you know, and all the rest of it, and it's either one side or the other. And for used to in an afternoon go from, you know, we're brewing beer in this garage now. No, now we've basically got our own tap room, and um, we're uh, <laughs> going to scale this thing up to okay. uh, take on the big boys. Um, this, honestly, Steve, this depot that you're hanging must be absolutely lethal because considering uh, yeah. you've got everybody signed up and um, <laughs> taking over within a couple of hours. So. Yeah. Well, I will say it's a small batch. So, like the, the first small batch. Let's not get too carried away. Like, See what the first <laughs> ones were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> under 150, 200 liters. But I think the, the, the blessing we've had, you know, thanks to Steve, really, uh, and his relationship with Full Circle, like give them a bit of a shout. Mm-hmm. Like they've allowed us to come and brew on their kit so we can actually scale the headland, essentially. Um, we've we've gone up as well to brew the back side of the moon, which is the, the Nipah, uh, the 5.5%. Uh, that, that should be out hopefully soon, and that's what we'll, we'll send up to you guys. And I think, you know, it, it, you, you're all, you know, in the industry, or, you know, you know a lot of people. Like, it's a pretty cool industry. People do genuinely help each other out. And I think without Full yeah. Circle, like, allowing us to do that, there's nowhere, uh, nowhere, sorry, whatsoever mm-hmm. we'd be kind of, even in this position today, to kind of, like, talk to you guys, really. So it's kind of gone from... Yeah, not to 60 overnight. And and now, you know, the exciting thing is trying to look for somewhere to call home ourselves and actually mm-hmm. on a, a decent skill, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's about trying to make that leap, isn't it? You know, yeah. and like you say, there's some fantastic brewers and, and some fantastic beer makers out there that yeah. that stay on the small kit for, 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 for a long time and brew phenomenal beer, but it's just because they don't have the volume to, to you know, to saturate the market, if you like, and, and get their product out there. So it's, it's great to get that opportunity. Um, you know, it's a, good that you've got that relationship without, you know, having to go and try and find a brewery somewhere and say, oh, can, can we come and use your kit, please? You know? <laughs> yeah. They do a lot of that as well, to be fair. Like. <laughs> well, I, I mean, but... yeah. We, so we didn't really know Full Circle before this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, it's good. It's great that they've let us do that. And I think there's, uh, we're, not, we're not the first to, to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, maybe in the brewer, I thought, you know, going a full circle, I was thinking, do I want to go like somewhere else and brew it? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be, you know, am I going to get it right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, it's a natural progression that a lot of breweries do. Mm-hmm. Um, you sort of nail a recipe that they like that's different to, to a lot of things and they take it and to build. And, you know, one of the hardest things for us is going to be going from a 200 litre kit to a 10 barrel kit yes. to a 20 hectolitre kit to a 30 hectolitre kit. You know, that's mm-hmm. the hardest thing. It's going to be doing that, building up that, um, and keeping yeah. it consistent all the way through. Exactly. Is um, that the biggest challenge you've, you've, you've kind of had? At the moment? I know your guys are looking for premises and stuff at the moment, but is that the biggest challenge for yourself, Steve, at the moment you've had? Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what 
the, the headline that came from Full Circle. Uh, I mean, they're they're brilliant up at Full Circle, like magicians. Um, it was like Disney World, on it? Like, Disney mad, World. Yeah, <laughs> they, they're so good. <laughs> so if we, we looked at like their water profile and we compared it to mine and we did all that and it, and it come out, you know, it, it's a little bit different because they're, you know, they're brewing on a, a multi-million pound kit. Yeah. Um, it, it feels a bit cleaner, which is yeah. good. Um, <laughs> it just feels like a cleaner beer. Um but Again, worse, worse problems to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, so, beer, my beer's tasting a bit cleaner, and I'm not really that happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are they about you using their kit? I know that's a bit, but you know, like I know, like the the industry is very collaborative in, um, yeah. in that sense. But you know, if you know, if you, I'm guessing this is the first time you've brewed on a kit anywhere near that size. You know, yeah. so did they yeah. kind of? talk you kind of through their setup, how it works and that sort of thing, or were you kind of left to your own devices? No, no. So, I mean, the, the, the brewer that I worked with, um, he was brilliant. He just talked me through everything. Um, we, we sort of ran through the whole process together and, and did it. And uh, cool. yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's like a factory, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's, you know, it, it takes a lot of probably training to, to be left by yourself um, to do it. Yeah. Um, but no, they were, they were absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of them. So clean as well, isn't it? It's like so yes. I can't believe yeah, they've just got everything set up like. right, just from, from the floor up, from literally the floor, mm-hmm. the drains, everything is just yeah. bespoke and perfect for the way it should be. So, yeah, I can't speak enough. That's speak the thing. Enough of them, to be That's the thing with these places, they're like surgically kind of clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most of the they time. Have be, yeah. They have to be. Exactly, they have to be. As well, same yeah. as well. Everything being like, you build the floor properly, then everything's dry. And having things dry is the, is the, yeah. the, the kind of half the battle, if you like, with everything else. You can get it sorted if everything, the floor's at the right angle and it drains properly, then you're, yeah. you're, you're cutting your cleaning time massively. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking about with a squeegee for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Ventilation as well, eh, Mark? That's the key. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I don't yeah. even have the luxury of a squeegee in the garage because I don't have a drain at all. It's a nightmare, but... We make it work. We make it work. <laughs> my my garage turns into a steam room slash sauna when I brew. Yeah. So I suppose it's. Uh... Yeah. I tried to uh, tried to get some ventilation, and I I installed a ceiling fan, and it turned out like a three pound fan from ASDA was better. So, <laughs> waste of money. Yeah, it took me two days to do that. Like, yeah, you've got the, the, the he's got a, I've done an extractor fan put in as well. Yeah, it's useless. Could, you could blow on it and get it to yeah. it's pathetic. It's useless. Yeah. I can't believe I can't believe you're telling me that I am a three pound fan from Asdemir. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm the one who stands there and wafts it. Yeah, you do, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what these two boys do for they me when they were in the last time. Oh, God, we had Miguel, he had these towel just wafting all the steam at the, at the <laughs> Squeegee in the ceiling, and that. What's the reaction been kind of community wise to having a, a kind of brewery in the area, area and having that kind of tap room there as well? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah amazing. Uh, there's there's a, a group of local bars that want to take it constantly. Yeah. Um. They want it on. They want to promote it. Do you find that these local bars are kind of getting jealous because oh fuck, he's got he's got that he's got that. Fuck, why we need to get that beer as well? Shit. <laughs> we try and keep like a group, don't we? Of like, yeah. we've got you know the guys who wanted it when I was just making it in the garage. Uh-huh. I was only making it in the garage, yeah. and there's sort of three, three, four, five bars that that wanted it constantly. 
so we just you know we make sure that we look after them yeah. um uh, but then everywhere else is just sort of jumping on board and it might be that they didn't hear about it or thing but you know it's 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 awesome we've never had i've never had a complaint so it's been amazing i think and i think that's why like really we started it anyway and like i said that's why my interest with it massively was because like as an area i think it's been crying out for like some attainable delicious like affordable as well like craft beer really because i know like some places are doing you know crazy stuff and which is awesome don't get me wrong i know you guys some of you guys drink some of that tonight but you know, a big thing for us, like hence the, the hazy pale, you know, West Coast. Steve's working on a, a session pale at the minute. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Nipah as well. Like, we just want to make some, like, really nice, you know, mass market beers, I guess, for the area to get behind. And that that's where our passion are, really, just trying to make the area, like, put the area on the craft beer map. Because yeah. realistically, like, everybody will go from where we live to York or Leeds or Newcastle for, like, the day out if they want to go and have some cracking beer. Because obviously, you know, cracking beers all over those cities but yeah you know we want to just put our area on the map make our area like proud of you know drinking craft beer really but these Um, but these craft beer these craft beer geeks are coming out of the ether you know that we're all we're all the same and you know we we have gav's a bit different being down in eastbourne so he's uh he's within touching distance of quite a few breweries but but the three of us we're we're in central scotland and and it's i like you say it's a train to edinburgh or glasgow to get to get anywhere near a tap room um, so if, if we were to get one in the local area, you know, a taxi ride or, or whatever away, that would be like Mecca. You know, we'd be there all the time. So, yeah. We've got a couple of me around our Sorry, Scotty. You've got to be able to mass, like have mass appeal for that stuff. So, and it's got to be what the people for that area would drink, which is probably really high quality, really tasty, but approachable beer. And then you can go kind of wild with it at some point and, and stretch things a bit and move things one way or the other. But the, the area lends itself to that area of the country. It's kind of like the same as where we are as well. We were speaking to strangers from um, Linlithgow and he's doing the same thing. He's brewing, people that, brewing beer that the people in the area will drink readily, but they'll drink a good version. Like a, They're crying out. They don't know it necessarily, but they are crying out for a a refined and, and well thought out version of the stuff that they like to drink and then yeah. you can kind of push them one way or the other and help them explore things and expand the palate and then get into the real kind of craft beer geek stuff if you want to but yeah. you've got to have that kind of mass appeal stuff there it suits the area and it suits the drinkers yeah it's a perfect word for it that sort of making an approachable Same. beer and I think that's what we've gone yeah. with, with we tried to do with Headlands um, Headland, sorry, I always say Headland. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Headland is named after um, the, the cliffs in Mask near where we live, and they're called the road. On the front of that, it's called the Headlands. Every time I say Headland, I say Headlands. It pulls me up on it every time. Now, that's what we went for. like Saltburn Cliff, to be fair, not the mask one, but there you go. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's two in there. Um, go on. Your headlands. Yeah. <laughs> just turn the camera off, lad. No, it's, uh, I just yeah. make this stuff. I'm going to come up with the fucking names. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You just stay in the brewery, Steve. Who's doing that? Get in your garage. Yeah. I came up with the shark one, aren't we? That's, you know, yeah, that's the shark thing is too fair. Me, <laughs> well, it was Google. To be fair, it was Google, wasn't me. Um, <laughs> but no, it's um, yeah. That, that, so that like the approachable thing is, is mad because you you'll get like every man and his dog from from the 
the far end craft beer geeks to my, you know, I've got a friend who's, he doesn't like beer. He, no. he, the only beer he'll drink is the Desperados because it's sweet. So, <laughs> and everyone <laughs> likes it and it's trying to get that sort of, and then you can start to introduce him like the Desperados guy can start to introduce him to, you know, well, you like that one? What about this one? What about this yeah. one? And I think that's what you yeah. got to do to the area. Cause yeah, this is like, you know, like where Verdun started in um, near, near Cornwall. I bet, I bet they went through the same thing. Which nobody yeah. understood what, what, you know, what's this? What's this double IPA? What's that? two cans of that five pound a can what exactly. and then once they start drinking it it's like wow yeah. and i bet that must be like the mecca for that sort of uh yeah that sort it's of drink now, so. they don't know they need but they are exactly yeah. exactly yeah, it, and i think the price point as well like you know <clears throat> a carlin or fosters or whatever is a similar price point in our area it's what our beer is going out yeah. thankfully now so yeah. i think that was always like a bit of a problem like if you go and drink craft i think it was always kind of like you're paying an extra one, two, three, four quid a pint, whatever it Easy, might be. Right. And I think now, like the fact that all them other beers have gone up, or at least we can knock our beers out a bit like more reasonable, I guess, to the area. I think that massively helps as well attract people to actually try the beer in the first place. That's definitely. <clears throat> and I'm a I'm a sucker for um, going into a tap room or whatever, and just if I'm picking up cans and I'm, I'm, I'll see a brew and I'll see a style that I like, I won't even look at the price. I go, "Yep, give me that." Yeah, and they'll tell me the yeah. price. I'm like, "What?" Like I did it. I did it the weekend there. Um, I was in the the beak tap room and picked up four cans to take away and just went, "Yep, I'll have that, that, that." Four cans and it was near enough thirty quid. And I was like, "Fucking Christ!" Paid it, mind you, but. Sure, the price was near euros, didn't they? Or not? Oh well, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it wasn't. Fucking euros would be fucking more worth it. Um, Josh, what kind of um feedback you've been getting in the bar? Are you getting positive feedback with the beers? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, really, really, really good. Um. It's uh, yeah, it's scary good actually. It like when you're in there and people will be like, oh, you know, like <laughs> holding up the glasses, and you're like, <laughs> or you look around, you have a little look around, you're like, shit, everyone's drinking Headland, like yeah, what's going yeah, yeah. on? This cool. is class. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, it's really good, and the guys, um, guys and girls who I've got working for us, they um, they're all just really they they aren't super beer geeks or anything like they yeah you've watched their their journey and how they have um like got involved with craft beer and yeah um it's really nice to see because they're really like selling it and can speak from the heart and like, it's really Aye. it's it's so nice like to Aye. to see people like you know or just listening into a conversation when they're talking to customers who you know and may or may not like no much about craft beer or want mm. to find something that they're, they're, they're going to like drinking. And um, yeah, it's glass. Like, yeah. We've mentioned this mythical bar like three or four times. You need to tell us the actual name of the bar. Signals. Signals. Gameless plug. Yeah, yeah signals. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely a plug. Definitely a plug. Don't just call it the bar. The I've got the shag There we go. There we go. Yeah. Signal Saltburn. Go follow now. There you go. <laughs> definitely go and follow. Going out. If, if you're in the red curry, go and check it. No, I think it's always good to have, you don't necessarily need to be a kind of beer geek um, to work in bar and enjoy craft beer. Definitely not. And I don't necessarily, well, four years ago I wouldn't have called myself a craft beer geek and I'm kind of going that way. But um, you can definitely, with limited knowledge, you can 
definitely get enthused about it and especially if I find, I would find that if I was working in in signals obviously you've got a massive enthusiasm for um talking ties you that would just rub off and you'd you'd be wanting to push the beer go go and check check out the headline if you're if you, what kind of beer do you like oh you like that you'll, you'll try this give that a taste like yeah. that enthusiasm that you guys have clearly got for the beer would definitely rub off and um, I just for talking to you for the last kind of 20 minutes like you can feel that straight away yeah I think as well like you know people come in and you it's letting them try things like little Aye. little samples and stuff like I think it's so important to yeah. to give those tasters to, to make sure someone's drinking the right thing like like you know we said earlier like the the amaretto jam sour that we uh i couldn't deal with that you know like, but it's you know um they've got to be drinking something that's right for them and so here's that. a question for you for yourself josh before like you said you renovated the bar beforehand was was your bar just a, a, a traditional normal bar so to speak um it was more, more of a cocktail bar yeah um more of a cocktail bar and we used to thrash out like hundreds of cocktails so the only reason that i only reason that i start so like i said beforehand so i found it strange when i started in craft beer when you can get a taste of a beer i was like what mm-hmm. i don't need to pay i can get a wee taste of it Did, yeah. was that a, a weird thing as well from that transition to go oh you can you can taste the beer and not pay for it like, i found that weird was that just were you in the same as boat as me or just is that just fucking me <laughs> that's just people me obviously ask, do they? people don't they ask i find it's like, normal now it's, it's completely normal now that i'm like i'll have can i get a try that we see it before when i first started drinking craft beer i was like you can ask for a taste <laughs> I think that comes down to the whole like if you if you normally drink like lager or something like that you would just because you would have a lager and you would have a rough idea you know if it was ten ounce or whatever the whatever nah. it was that you drank. See, I, I grew up drinking cask. You know, I, I grew up drinking cask beer. Oh, so that's... you go into, go into a bar and there's four or five different casks on, and you know it, it might say pale ale, it might say whatever. Yeah. You just say, I'll go and go and give me a wee taste just to make sure that it's no absolute pish before I start yeah. drinking it. Yeah. But I was going with that. Like it's the cast like Sorry. trend that is kind of carrying. <laughs> you stole his point. Like he is absolutely raging. Uh, where is the best place to get grab hold of your beer, gentlemen? <laughs> Nowhere <Nearly laughs> apparently. Nearly apart from the signals. Underfeet under stairs apparently. Yeah, my stairs. Don't even think. What's your What's your address there, Pete? Well, just uh, yeah, yeah. around any of your houses, is it? <laughs> I get all of it there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. If, are you on about online? Anywhere. So obviously online, signals. Uh, obviously, we've been selling through uh, Dexter and Jones. Yeah. Um, which is a, a pretty cool uh, craft beer website, which I'm pretty sure probably all of you have bought some beer off of. If you haven't, definitely check it out. Um, yeah. But yeah, Teesside area, like Red Car, Mask, Saltburn, Newcastle, uh, the lads are going up on Saturday. Uh, Manchester, South Manchester, a few places there as well. Um, but mainly, I'd say, yeah, Signals, of course. It's got to come back to that, hasn't it? <laughs> I think Josh should come back. It's a few little local, like a few of our regulars. Yeah. There's a bar in Red Car called yeah. Meters. That's, he's got, to be fair, he's done quite well, hasn't he? He's got, he's just done a collaboration with um, Black Iris. Black Iris, yeah. Oh, and he's not a brewer. He's just, a, yeah. he's just a bottle shop, and uh, he's done a, a collaboration with them. And there's a little. To be fair, Tommy, he, he brought uh, craft beer to Red Car, didn't he? Really, yeah, man, I yeah. think like he, he proper went out the way to kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, bring these crazy beers that nobody. Ever would ever think about 
<laughs> it was a little traditional cask, a little yeah, cask bar, and he turned it. Yeah, into like, I used to go. Yeah, I used to go in there. Just to, yeah. I used to do a great job of it. So yeah, sounds like yeah. a cracking wee joint. Yeah. Apart think, obviously, yeah. apart from signals, obviously. Yeah, there <laughs> there's quite like there's a few people who are doing like who are doing like just as well as signals though in regards to like keg turnaround and stuff. Yeah, like there's people that like when he yeah. said today like one of the customers. One is another cake, and I'm like, we haven't even got through another cake yet. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <not a minute. laughs> yeah, that's been mad because uh, Steve, like, he's a proper perfectionist, which is obviously what you'd, you'd like from a brewer. Uh, yeah. And he, he gave me a keg of his, the Nipah, uh, like Backside of the Moon, and uh, brought it down to Manchester. So I took it at Dexter and Jones, and uh, it went on, and I think it was off under an hour. I think it was that it went like the whole keg basically. Um, it is, it's just mad seeing people drink your beer like to Josh's point like when he sees it in signals but when I stood in there you know you're so proud like weirdly like little babies I guess every one of them going out there yeah. you know? um, but yeah it's look at that little headland going flying. out that's it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 and a little kiss thanks for buying us yeah. prop, prop preview at the bar never come back again <laughs> what's the next the oh sorry go, go for that mate how many of the people getting rid of the, that keg and an hour were you in disguise, people? Ah, exactly. <laughs> uh, actually, I was going down and had a pint of it. Um, I was fuming, actually, because I wanted a lot more. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to have a lot more on Friday. Uh, like the, the lad said, you know, they're bringing, we've got a session pill that Steve's been working on, so it's just a test version. So there's four or five kegs of that. One of them, hopefully, is coming on the train, uh, or definitely in the car at least. <laughs> so we'll be drinking that yeah. on Friday uh, together, which will be pretty awesome, uh, to yeah, be honest. Good. But yeah. Might not make it off the train. <laughs> Maybe empty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll leave a <laughs> yeah, we'll leave a couple of home. Eh? So he's so might head up you may end up in Edinburgh if he's drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad thing, not a bad thing. And uh, what's the next step overall for you guys uh, as a brewery? Is it that case of getting your own premises? Go on, Pete. Go on, Pete, you say that one. Strategy, yeah, it, 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 it is strategy, man. Jesus wept. Yeah, <laughs> anything but brewing, man. Me and Josh, to be fair. Um, yeah, it is. I think, I think it's gone way quicker than any of us could have imagined. Like, mm. um, we've been like blown back, uh, blown away. Sorry, um, <laughs> yeah, blown back, blown up. I don't know. <laughs> could go down the wrong route there, couldn't it? Whoa. Um, yep. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, easy tiger. But yeah, we've been. <laughs> Been taken back. That might be another one. This um, taken back. That's the one. <laughs> taken back. I've only had one headland. I'm gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is, it's finding finding a place we can call home. Really. So we we want to do that red car mask or salt burn essentially. So it is local. You know, we'd love to do it somewhere where there's a population as well. So, you know, you guys have been in millions of tap rooms and brew taps and some of them are kind of under railway arches, some of them in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, we, we'd love to be close to a population so that we can kind of give that local area, you know, somewhere that they can go on a Thursday night or Friday night or Saturday morning, Sunday, yeah. wherever it might be. And it's quite hard. Like genuinely, it is really, really hard finding you know, one, a location that will take you, and then two, you know, everything that comes with it, like building cold stores. You know, someone was mentioned earlier about the architecture of a floor, <laughs> you know, how, what you're supposed to do yeah. with a brewery floor and all this sort of stuff. It's, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It goes from kind of Steve's garage, you know, Steve's brain making these awesome beer recipes to now trying to find somewhere we can actually do it on a decent enough scale that we can actually get the beers out and, you know, be able to sell 
Yeah. More frequently, a, I guess. Like a logistical nightmare, really, isn't it? Because yeah, you want somewhere it's... where people can get to you, but you want a big space. And yeah. if you want a big space in an area where there's yeah. lots of people, you need to, uh, you need to pay about uh, £10 million yeah. a month. And we don't have yep. £10 million a month because we sell <laughs> beers. So... <laughs> I think it'll, there's a nice balance to be found somewhere, so we'll find it. Carl, um, moving on um, to find out what we're now sipping in our vessels um, for the rest of this, this evening's podcast. Uh, what you got, mate? Um, so I have moved style, if not brewery. Um, I've stayed with Overtone and I'm now drinking Broken Clouds, oh. which is the 10.5% um, Mosaic Triple Oak Cream. IPA, so this is, as, as the name suggests, it's a triple IPA. It's got Mosaic, Mosaic, Cryo, Citron, Galaxy. It's got bags of oats and a wee bit of lactose in there um, for some sweetness, and it's absolutely dynamite. Fucking hate you. It's uh, proper good, juicy. Yeah. It's uh, chewy. I'm almost going to the cupboard for a knife and fork to, to drink this one. Um, it's absolutely stunning. It really, really is. And But, I mean, Overtone, as, as known of, I mean, they've been buying on their stouts out of late, but they're not as well known for their stouts as they are for their big IPAs. Um, so this is definitely back on brand for Overtone and smashing it out of the park. Uh, no good lie, mate. Kind of hate you a wee bit. To be honest. Yeah. Kind of hate you. It's actually, I've, <laughs> I've just remembered, I've got, I've got my Overtone t-shirt on underneath this jumper. <laughs> you can't, you can't always repping Overtone. Always repping. Always repping. Here, I can't even... The fan and not rep. I don't know. I'm I say that I've lost my poster. I don't know where my posters went. Uh, Gilroy, what you got? Uh, short corner overtone. Um, <laughs> but I got my well, talking about uh, breweries that, that you mentioned a brewery and and you guys that's knocking it out of the park. Somebody who can he knock it out of the park at the moment, uh, Asvex, who can he get me any beer? Uh, they just ah. my bruiser box for can. Uh, overtone, which was not a, was not upset at that by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, I'm on their strive, which is surely that's an upgrade. I don't know. I've not tried that. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's a myth at the moment. You see, they're, 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 they're considering changing the name as Vex to Scarlet Pimpernel Brewing. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. Nick, seen any of their beer. It's a mythology. So, this is a pale ale and it's Citra, Azaka and Calypso and it's absolutely banging. It's it's a perfect this would be a, a kinda tap room staple if they were to have one. If they were gonna rebrew one, this alongside the uh Ouija and things like that would be the, the stuff you would go for. Oh, Ouija, um, what a beer. It's it got that lovely bit of bitterness to it. It's just enough flavour to keep coming back to it, but it's nice and sessionable at four and a half. So it's a it's a perfect everyday Beer, not that overtone do everyday beers, but this is no. it's spectacular. But it's, it's sessionable and, and lovely before I move on to something else. Big after sounds good, because sounds... there will be three beers. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for four, not gonna lie. In fact, this okay. is my this is my third, so I right, I've... Dad. Shop. Uh, my third beer of the evening is from Beak and it's their Nom, uh, which is a double IPA, 78%. Um, very much on the lines of what you described, Cal, um, of your overtone uh, in terms of it being a big, mad beer that needs potentially needs a a spoon to be uh, to be drank. Uh, sherbet feel, kind of a massive amount of grapefruit coming through, lovely and thick. The colour is absolutely amazing. 
Um, I picked this up from the tap room at the weekend. Um, the tap room is a lovely place to go and visit. Cracking views of the White Cliffs. Not of Dover, the White Cliffs of Lewis, if that's a fucking thing. Um, but yes, uh, a fantastic beer, um, which I am thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying. I can't wait for the next next ones that are coming up. Uh, Josh, i seen you've got a wee Alpha Delta there, mate. Uh, yeah, I've... Um... Oh. My first ever Quebec tipper. Um, oh, your first ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I've had I've had tippers, but um, mate, it's unreal. Obviously. <laughs> it's un- unreal. <laughs> um, I love it. I just I love a tipper. <laughs> this was meant to be for Steve, but I went in the garage. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I still want to try that pilsner that you got for the tap room. I've got yeah, I've got you the brizzo, yeah. Have you? Good man. We've so, got that. Oh, the brizzle. Oh, the brizzle. Oh, that's Christ. The, uh, that I was think a... we could be uh, we could be seeing a wee mango beer gate coming on here. Used to um, oh yes, beer uh, beer that's meant to be for somebody but gets drunk by somebody else. Nicked. Yeah, <laughs> I've done plenty of that. Like, I've done plenty yeah. of that in the garage. The the brizzle well, was unreal. The brizzle, yeah. I, I would be quite an interesting one because it was quite divided with us, wasn't it? I think two years uh, later. What was years. the brizzle? That was the white uh, wine barrel Oh no, I didn't like that. No, I didn't like that. I like it. Eight nine percent was it? I thought it was the absolute bollocks. I thought it was amazing. Tremendous. I was on the fence. So, <laughs> to be honest, so, and I was and I was wrong apparently. So, right. correct, right. exactly. So, it's so be interesting, Steve, when you hear it, or hear it, like uh, drink it, to hear your thoughts as well. Yeah. Uh, MD, I'm on a pastry stout from Three Hills. Um, it's baby pack, I think it's pronounced. But I'm again like I'm going to butcher whatever it is, so I'm yep. just going to stick and move on. It's a chocolate vanilla custard tart. It's five and a half percent, and the flavour's there. It's really sweet. It's got a slight tartness to it. In all honesty, it, it probably does, it needs to be about nine and a half percent for it to really. I, I feel like me. it's a bit underwhelmed. I, I feel like it's missing body. It's a pastry stout. I want it thick. I want it like. All the flavour is there. It's slightly overcarbed for me. Um and I feel like it's just a bit watery. And to be honest with you, I know it's five and a half percent, so it is a sessionable pastry stout. Yeah. So what it's Is there such a thing? I was going to, I was let let you yeah. must have, you stole the words of, like, is that a thing of a sessionable pastry stout? I've, they're always meant to be like big bad boys. But this like it does what it needs to do in terms of like it's hitting all the flavor points and stuff, right. and it is light. So I suppose for the ABV, that's the body it would have. But mm-hmm. like, let's be honest, it's a pastry stout. You want it to be like Callum mentioned earlier. You want a knife and fork to get through it, and it's just I don't know. I just Fair feel point, like yeah. it's a bit meh, which I feel hard about. Like I know Alex and I make some awesome beers and that, don't yes. but. Um, yeah, I'm just a bit underwhelmed to be fair. Can't please everybody. No. And we know that on the Beer Fish podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Pete, what you got, mate? Blind again, my man. Oh. <laughs> not messing about. Oh, what did we just have got, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's all in my fridge. Just flash under the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Hence why I didn't. I did cry a little bit about giving this box away on Friday to the bar, selling it off. But I might have another box hidden away. You never know these mm. days. <laughs> There's a box. Uh, um, the next uh, that's it. 
Oh, you haven't got you haven't got kegs, mate. So you, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, I might have a keg coming. I, I, I didn't, I didn't have a pint earlier at Signals. Yeah, I know. It's it is amazing. Are you finding it, is is it tasting any different from keg from can at all? I think it's a little a little um, mm. more carbonated in can. Yeah, a little bit. It's just smoother, but it tastes tastes the same. It's so fresh. Not as you'd get with some others. Like I, I know you're getting that. Yeah. Some some yeah, that's, that's, yeah. keg and it can yeah. be completely different. To be fair, I think this one. It, yeah, I think the carbonation is to his point. I think they've definitely carved it. Only, like well, the reason I'm asking, I had, um, I, like I said, I was at, at Beak at the weekend and I had their new, uh, their brand new Pilsner, which the name eludes me at the moment, and had it um, fresh from the brewery and bought a can. And at the brewery, it tastes amazing. And out of the can, it still tastes good, but didn't taste as good. But um, yeah, maybe it was just the atmosphere and the company that added to the. The ambience yeah. and the, it does and add to it, yeah, yeah. Of the beer, <clears throat> maybe it was that. See, for the we're getting back to talking tides a little bit, yes. I suppose. But like, um, obviously, like the craft beer market is like so competitive now. And like you say, I know you've got you've kind of got like a community and an audience that are, are going to kind of get pulled in. Um, for you, like, where do you like? Where do you see the next sort of twelve months to sort of like two years or something like that? Like, just in terms of like other breweries that we kind of maybe know of or or thing. And like, are you spending more time thinking about like let's go and try and get the beer UK wide, or are you more thinking let's consolidate where exactly where we are and sort of then? Yeah, it's a lot of it to be honest. So yeah. I think. Don't get me wrong, it'd be nice, like, maybe rock up to a couple of festivals in the next couple of years or whatever, you know, like Indie Man mm. Beer Con would be a dream. Uh, we could never get in there, or, you know, these types of places. But it comes back to why we started it. Like, you know, it doesn't exist where we live, realistically. And, you know, if we can just consolidate, we can open up a tap room, get a five, ten barrel kit installed so we can service our local area. You know, it'd be awesome if we can keep trying to sell it to, you know, some places in Newcastle, you know, York, Leeds, Manchester, maybe, uh, just to do that bit of expansion. But to be totally honest, it's just like, you know, we call it Room 63, and that's going to be the name of one of our beers. But it's basically uh, the bus route from Saltburn to <laughs> Middlesbrough, I think. I'm not sure where well, it is, actually. We thought it was. I said it nowhere, probably. The bus route that goes anywhere. <laughs> we thought it we was. Might have to check where Room 63 goes, but yeah, it, yeah consolidation, <laughs> man, I think, like Room 63. You know, get people in the local area being proud of it, being part of it as well, like as a community. And then, you know, anything that happens beyond that, that'd be awesome. But yeah, like the, the area, it needs some good beer, and hopefully we can give them that really, and hopefully give them a brand to be proud of as well. And be proud of. Would you prefer to do? You mentioned sort of the whole, like kind of the like the the whole American style, like the whole brew house, as in like if you could do that, would that be something that you would look at, or would you rather have brewery one way and then? You know, tap room at the other, you know, a tap room that you're sitting or like have it all kind of house of the church of Omnipolo style, you know, everything under the one roof. Uh, it'll be in a crappy warehouse, probably somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we might let you look at it, maybe, depends what kit we can get hold of. But I think it will be just your classic brew tap, to be honest. Yeah. I think it will yeah. just be like a brewery at the back, you know, more than welcome to come and have a look at it when you're having a couple of pints. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And then, yeah, tap room at the front, really. Amazing. 
Um, for yourself, gents, individually, dream collaborations that you'd you'd love to what or brews you would love to work with over the next kind of six to twelve months. Um, <laughs> no, Josh, go go for it yourself. What like what you what you think? What would be your your dream collab for you guys? Um, wow, um, that's a good question. Um, I try I my best. I'll just push signals again. I want you like a signals collab. <laughs> yeah, well, just <laughs> yeah, signals collab. Um, yeah, that's a flop, <laughs> mate. Hundred percent. I, I, I really like. I really like when a lot of people are involved in a project. So, yeah. for example, we've got um, we've got a project in Signals this weekend. Um, well, uh, what was the name of the place again? Signals. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, just to put on it. Signals, guys! Well, you've got a signals counter somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening back to the podcast, if you're listening back on this, make sure you take a shot for every time Josh mentions signals. That needs to go on the Instagram. That, like, yes, that needs to go on the Instagram. The, the, the Beer Fridge podcast drinking game. Take a shot every time that word is said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, so so yeah, we're for an for an event uh, this weekend, and there's loads of different um, like vendors, like creatives involved in it, yeah. even like videographers and photographers coming along to to shoot uh, DJs and musicians, and nice. you know, jewelry to uh, artwork to food to like clothing company, and then yeah, clothing company, Amazing. then clothing tides, and then signals, Sorry. and it's just gonna. <laughs> 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 yeah, got you, baby. Um, yeah, um, so I, I like to see like a like a hefty collab where a lot of people get involved and it's very like community driven. Yeah, community. I like that idea. Like I, I visited. You mentioned that all the kind of vendors. There. I was at. Um, I keep going back to my weekend just because it was so good. Um, I was at a best brewing down Lewis and they had the kind of exact same thing that weekend I visited so they had a, a ton of vendors like there was artists there there was people who'd make clocks there was people who were making um, clothes and stuff and it was just such a cool vibe and then that was at the front before you even entered the brewery so the, all that stuff was going on there's food vendors the whole thing there's music pumping which is uh, just gave an awesome vibe and then you go into the brewery the brewery was looking amazing the same kind of idea you guys have got like having a brewery yeah. tap room so you could see all the kit like I was I was taking pictures like fuck. I was like, this place is fucking. This is amazing. Like da -da -da. pictures left, right, center. I took the took the baby with me. I was like, you're coming. You're definitely coming. <laughs> My phone was going off. It's fucking nut. I know. I'm <laughs> loving it. I was like, this place is the bollocks. By the way, this is so cool. So that that vibe. I love that kind of vibe when you visit a place at the weekend and it's just everyone's there and just enjoying themselves and just yeah. having a good time yeah. and it's it's i don't want to use the word hippie, but it's almost it's kind of got those hippie ish vibes, but it's just. It's so refreshing. Like it gets you away from the day to day Monday to Friday BS, yeah. Yeah. and then just have to something completely refreshing. The light, a little bit different, a lot of color in your life. You need a bit more color. That's all we need. And really, here's yeah. me wearing a fucking dark. I'm gonna yeah. say we're all in dark. Expand your mind, man. Expand your mind, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
Pete, what about you, collab then? Like, since Signals is uh, obviously taking over the Josh's Signals collab. Is, who's, uh, signal, uh, signal, 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 signal. <laughs> That's about five shots yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, my band's not even called Signals. What are you going on about? <laughs> <laughs> Just made up a word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's there's two. I think there's one local called Pasitos. It's called Pasitos Ice Cream. And uh, I've loved it since I was a little, little kid. And I'd love to nice. get their recipe. Want to steal it. And two to put in a beer, maybe uh, like maybe do a dark beer with that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, um, cool. And then I think there's a brewery in, in Amsterdam called Brewery Thai. Mm. It's the coolest brewery I've ever been to. To be fair, absolutely love it. It's in a windmill on the river. Like you can't get any more cooler, to be honest. So if they'd ever have us, I think it would be pretty phenomenal. Uh, obviously, we can bring them to Signals uh, Wine and Dine, take them surfing. And uh, yeah, just go over there, just eat a load of cheese and just get smashed in the windmill. It'd be pretty uh, pretty phenomenal. That, <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a good that, need, that needs to be more than one day. <laughs> I was gonna say that seems like it needs to be documented via a podcast. So I suppose you would have four tag tag along. Oh, yeah. 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 Um yourself Steve. Not seen it. Go over, <laughs> by the way. It's, it's, it is incredible. It sounds like literally it sounds awesome. It Sounds awesome. Steve, yourself? Um, I've had quite a lot of time to think about this now then too. Yeah. I'd better go first. Um, it seems pretty obvious, but my uh I think my you know, my favourite brewery in the world is is Vedant. I think they're absolutely just every beer is just a banger. Yeah. Um so I'd love to I'd love to, to uh if they one day would ever have us. Um probably not, but if you it send if you send an e- send an email every week, you can't ignore you for nothing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, they I mean they're like my favourite brewery in the world. So in terms of just making the beer the style that I like, yeah, Vedan is it's just a yeah. dream, isn't it? In terms super, of uh, their beer, their beers are amazing, like and yeah. I, oh, <laughs> I just so, love it. It's, it's just for me, it's like it's sort of, that's what sort of got me into brewing these these uh-huh. types of beers. So yeah, that in that sense, Vedan. In another sense, um, I'm like uh, away from beer. I love food as well. Like I'm, mm-hmm. uh, um, I love going to like tasting menus and things like that. So I'd love to work with a chef. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do a do a beer with a chef because um, I don't think there's enough um, for me. I've got to like been to a couple of like tasting menus around um, near us that are like Michelin star. Mm-hmm. They don't have a beer menu. They've got you know they've got three thousand bottles, three thousand pounds bottles of wine. And then they've got a pint of Carlin. You're like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's some, there's some cracking chefs up there in the northeast yeah, as well. Yeah, like um, the Tommy Banks and, and I, yeah, and things like that. And I, yeah, I'd love to do something like that. Um, I think there's there's a gap. Definitely, really is. interesting. Get on it, strategy man. Yeah, Pete. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> it's over at you, Hello, Pete. Mr. Banks. <laughs> you were just thinking yeah. I've got Thanks this lovely deeper that will go perfect with your scallops, mate. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing. That's the. Sorry, that, that's the kind of thing that uh, that that a, a, a restaurant. I mean, uh, these these kind of fine dining restaurants, they, they don't really need gimmicks to to get people through the door. But that's the kind of thing that would be a great event. You know, if 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 a if a, mm-hmm. if a restaurant or a chef was to team up with a brewery and say, "Oh, we're going to do this five seven course tasting menu." And this brewery's made a bespoke beer for each, for each, you know, course. Yeah. 
you know, and and cool as fuck. You know, that would be amazing, you know, because because beers is complex as wine. You know, I don't care what anybody 100%. says. Yeah, I don't care what anybody. I mean, I love yeah. wine. I love wine, and and I think I wine and food pairings are are really interesting and really complex. But beer is just as complex as wine, even more so. Um, and you know, to, you're guaranteed whatever whatever you can pair a wine with, you can pair a beer with. Definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I fully agree. It's um, I've never ever seen a, a beer tasting, and uh, I've been to loads of these, and I thought, why don't I have a beer tasting? There's a massive gap. Mm-hmm. Um, they do I do, do the advent and... around the country. Like I know Melissa Cole, uh, for example, she yeah. does quite a few like food, <laughs> foody type things. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, the, the see if I was to see that. See if I was to see that on 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 social media or or whatever. If I was to see. You know, a starter, a fish course, a main course, a pudding, you know, and 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 cheese or whatever, and we're going to we're going to pair beer with each of them. That would just be like here, take so, my money, take my know. money. <laughs> I'd be all over it. I'd be all over it. Um, it's a good shout though, because you don't see it, do you? Like, you're right. I don't, no, you I'm don't. You know what? The only place, the only place I've ever seen it done is uh, I know I think it was the Scottish Beer Awards. That's the only thing I've I've seen it done with, mm. and I don't necessarily think the food was like properly paired with the, the 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 food. It was like they were just oh this beer's nominated, so that that will go with that. Um, but I don't think yeah. anyone's done it properly. No, nah, it bears a lot of thinking about to get it right because it's it's you have to if you're going to do that and go to a limb then it's got to pair and it's got to pair properly otherwise we're yeah. just going to say well we we as well doing it with wine or whatever either way exactly. match but um it's definitely a great idea and I'm I'm absolutely convinced that there's no way in hell Pete couldn't get Tommy Banks on the phone within six phone books. <laughs> like, easy within six within six calls you could be on the phone Ramsey get oh, then. Weirdly, the lad who served so our beer was on in uh, Macclesfield at Picture Drum. And I don't know if you've seen Ramsey's new show, uh, that thing on a bloody first uh, date yeah. where he's like Alan Sugar of the Food World. I really, yeah. Yeah. I saw a bit of it. Yeah. I watched every programme I that... tend to watch those through Gogglebox. <laughs> And he got yeah, yeah, yeah. Box for, right. yeah, yeah. for for, for punties in monkfish. So he made the made the monkfish like that's it out yeah. the park. And then he could, yeah. he he was the guy up front telling everybody, Well, I'm glad you've ordered the monkfish because that was my idea. Then he left some <laughs> other mug that's never cooked it before to cook all the monkfish. Like, I've never eaten the monkfish before. Yeah. <laughs> Chopped him, didn't he? Give him the chop. Chopped him here. But there's a geezer on there who uh, serves the fish bar at the picture drum in Macclesfield, which is where our beer was served. Right. So genuinely, next time I go, I'll ask him for Ramsey's number and see where we get to come lads. And I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. He cleans in window, doesn't he? Right. I don't think. Challenge. But there's a spoiler for you. The lad from Macclesfield was up in. Challenge. Challenge right there. Challenge right there. Seafood Definitely. would be good. Seafood would be awesome, yeah, would be awesome. Yeah. You can get that kind of, you can, every now and again, you can chuck in a wee, you can kind of classically deep fry something and nobody will notice. Deep fried. Go with anything. Here's a lovely pills not to go with that. (laughs) Thanks. We did like a, I think we did a a Belgian pale that we're going to do again. And we did a a really light 4% Belgian pale ale and we brewed it with wine yeast. And it was amazing. It was just so light. It was like a, it was like a little, 
session wine sort of flavor. Um, mm-hmm. and that would just go so nice with like like fish and, and seafood. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's, there's a lot of thinking to do, but it's uh, I think there's a gap. Oh, yeah. That was a long call. Belgians are right into that, isn't they? Yeah, it's all about kind of yeah. it's small plates and and pairing stuff with it. So, like a kind of smaller plates and stuff, and pairing it with a beer would be definitely the way the way to go. But it's no fucking crisps or pork scratchings or something like that. <laughs> yeah. or well oh, for it. Can't go wrong with pork scratchings, mate. Like, Come on. Well, like I'm thinking, like tacos and stuff like that. You could you could hammer it like three tacos with. Uh, you're not talking bacon fries, you know what I mean? With a, a kind of paddle and stuff like that. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, and saying that, once you, once you, once you crack up... I'm not going to eat you make roasted cheese. I know. Once you uh, pack up one... For me, once you pack one, get one bag of bacon fries, you need about three or four. Bacon no. fries are, are a killer for me. I love, I love how I love how we've moved from Michelin star cooking and fine dining and tasting menus. Yeah. We 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 bring it back to we bring it back down to our level. Bring it back I'm, down. I'm, to I'm our going out of the cupboard to dig for some scampi fries. Now, you go and you go and dig. You go and dig. And while you dig, I, I, I'm going to have to have. I'm, I'm ever so slightly disappointed, gentlemen, that that there was there was not a collaboration that you wanted to do with the Beer Fish podcast, but hey ho, anyway, you know. Oh yeah, that's the beer fish the one that I was I was hoping I got interrupted. No, I because signals came at your signals. <laughs> <laughs> because you you all started talking about yourselves. <laughs> no, no self promotion here, buddy. No self promotion here. <laughs> well, in signals, other bars are available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, I've got a, I've got a random brewing question. I'm going to just show Steve just because he was talking about funky yeast with the Belgian earlier. Have you ever yeah. done any work with like a like a champagne yeast or anything before? Because I had a really nice lager at the weekend where it had been. Um, had been brewed with like a champagne yeast and it just totally brung a totally kind of different funk to to lager to be honest like i'm not a huge kind of lager guy and but i was on a like stag do so it was like easy drinking and something yeah. that was sessionable and i found it just took away the kind of generic metallicy that you get from standard lager um what's your what's your thoughts yeah it, i think like with things like a champagne yeast or a wine yeast, it proper dries it out, doesn't it? So it makes it like, like you'd normally finish a beer at, you'd finish it at like 1.010, and I think it takes it down to like density of one, and it like it properly dries it out. Um, and I think like you can you can do so much with that. It makes it so light. If you make a you make a four percent ale with with all pale malt and it's just it's as light as the headlands there's no haze in it and it's and it's that dry you know you have one sip of it, it dries your mouth out i'm having another go i'm having another go before you know it it's gone i'm having another one <laughs> but yeah that's yeah I, I, like i say i made the belgian with um with wine yeast um and it, and it was amazing we haven't just we haven't done it. this don't do it again yet but we will um it was just a totally different change of pace. Like as I say, I'm yeah. like I do like yeah, a wagon yeah. now and again, but like the interesting being in that in that style though, because there, a, a, a couple of years back there was kind of a, a wee flurry of brute IPAs and IPAs, yeah. Yeah. and all that kind. You know, and, and, yeah, and I, I seem to recall I seem to recall those getting sort of panned across the board by us. 
um, as 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 being not that not that tasty. So it's interesting that the, the sort of whiny champagne yeast in a lager seems to work for you. Yeah, just, I think I had the Gypsy Hill one, and it just wasn't. I don't know. I didn't do it for me, but yeah. The, the, it was totally different for me. Like the brute IPAs that I tried, I felt were just like they were dry, but they had like it was like that. Like they had no flavour to it, whereas. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the lager actually had flavour to it. Um, <laughs> with the, um, Come on! And it was just, like, I I was quite lucky. I managed to stumble onto, like, two crates of it for a stag do, and then I tapped it up with, like, a generic lager for the, the non-craft wankers that were on the stag do. And it was really funny. Like, they were like, oh, it's just no right, and all the rest of it, you know, because mm. they've been drinking... Um, AB Barone. all night, and no, no, no. It was uh, where we were American. Oh, we're um, at a classy place. We 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 drank Brewdog. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no touch. I'm not touching that one. And uh, oh my god, but it was just really interesting, and in that like, because I was, I wasn't really, I wasn't building my hopes up, because I like again, it was free beer and all the rest of it but i was thinking oh, that'll be fine it'll kind of tide over between uh pale ales and nipas and the rest but i found it really really enjoyable um and like quite quaffable and i was like i would have loved to have tasted it like off draft because i think it would have just added mm. like a little bit extra to it but anyway as i say i digress but it was nice to good to get um you do like, you do digress I mean, yeah, the Alpha Delta one, it's not, it's obviously not the same yeast, but the Alpha Delta one was aged in a white wine barrel. There's definitely, you know, there's a Pilsner. There's definitely a, you know, there's a, there's definitely a link there. And I think it obviously works. There was the the whole Pilsner thing that had the, like when like Nelson was kicking it around and became like my mate Nelson for a bit. Um, Like the the Pilsner's, (laughs) I know. Well, I, I, he was my mate for that long that we made a T-shirt out of it. But um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> like that white wine Chardonnay dry aspect really lends itself to to the flavour. Um, and I just never seen it like obviously that was like hopped that way, but haven't had tasted it with it being like yeast being the main kind of driving force to get it dry. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. Definitely, fan. definitely. Um, gentlemen, again, um, what have we got to look forward to kind of the next or the next few months from yourself at um, Talking Time? <laughs> Signals. <laughs> There's two drinks. Yeah. Um, do, do you yeah. want to just call it my podcast? Do we just make it the same? <laughs> That's what I said. Cut me stay out for a try. It's literally the title of this podcast is going to be Signals. Genuinely, 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 it's going to be the the signals that are talking tide brewery. (laughs) Signals with talking tide. Um, So, so what do we expect from you guys over the next kind of two, three, four, five months? Hopefully, you guys can come to our new home. That'd be pretty awesome. So, hopefully, we can do that. Um, I'd say another couple of car beers. Hopefully, so hopefully the one that stays working on now the session uh, three point eight. That'll be ready. That'll be out there. Uh, hopefully, we can get that to to full circle so we can release that properly. Um, and yeah, just a lot of 
load of fun, to be honest. Like, you know, it's it, it's been class so far. Like, we can't believe it's only been three months, really. Uh, three, three and a half months-ish. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the house, honestly, just getting our little home that we can uh, put the brewery in, put a tap room in. Pick that for me is the, the bigger... Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was sequence, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And call it signals as well. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be written all over the picket fence on the front. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Sounds good, guys. Genuinely, um, honestly, really excited for you guys. Um, the beers sound awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you, you keep up the what you're doing, you'll get what you're wanting at the end of the day. Hard work meets dream work. And teamwork also does that as well. Uh, and I'm like the team yeah. that you guys have got, like you said, between Josh, yourself, Pete, and Steve, um, look like and seems like a, a really good team that you guys are building there. And I'm genuinely really excited to see what you guys are coming up with over the next kind of three, four, five, six months. Um, and I'll be keeping, I would definitely be keeping my eyes on what's going on and look forward to visiting you guys at your new chat room. And I'll visit Signals as well. <laughs> Josh will drive you there. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna have a bus outside. Just take. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the. Uh, I'm waiting on the shuttle bus. Exactly. It only goes one way though. We'll be using Paul's taxis, man. All roads point to signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a oh, brilliant. Um, best thing to do, guys. Uh, head over to Tides Bruco. Uh, head up the website at Tides at TalkingTides, excuse me, dot com, and make sure you find them on your social media pages. Just search for Talking Tides Bruco and like, follow, and share all their content. While you're at it as well, search for the Beer Fridge Podcast, like, follow, and share. We are sponsored by This Week in Craft Beer. Head This Week in Craft Beer. Get all the craft beer news from your favourite brews, including Talking Tides, and uh, you get the new beers list as well. You, you probably won't get in from Signals, but you never know um, if you sign up you might find out so head to thisweekincraft.beer and sign up to the free weekly newsletter while you're at it as well and you're on your phone and you're on your app store why not sign up and download the brewer's eye you'd be silly not to if you're fed up of untapped go and uh, download the brewer's eye app as well very much recommend that as well you'll know from previous podcasts it's the best um, as always, for myself, my name is Gavin. I've got Cal, Mark, MD, and Scotty. Guys, talk, uh, talking days. <laughs> Pete, Amazing. Josh, Stephen. It's been. We will get you some beers. Yeah, no, pleasure. honestly, it's been it's been a laugh. It has been a genuine laugh. Um, we've enjoyed having you on the podcast. I'm sure you're going to be on going on to bigger and better things. And I look forward to watching what happens. And hopefully, you grow that big that. On the south coast of England, there'll be your beers will be here, and in the central belt of Scotland, your beers will be there as well. And we look forward to seeing you guys grow, and look forward to seeing the tap room. Yeah. Love it. Cheers, man. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Massively appreciated. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. That's not a problem. To, to the next time on the Beer Fish Podcast, real beer, real beer, real opinion. Bye. Cheers.